All right, y'all. We're back again with another episode of The Undrafted. What's good, y'all? Um, thank y'all for tuning in. It's your boy, Rome. Um, but yeah, let's get straight into it. Um, last episode, we did talk about the Golden State Warriors and how they did in the 2019-2020 season. So moving on from that, today we're talking about three teams. So we're going we're gonna to talk about so the first team we got right after the Golden State Warriors, the second worst team is the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, this team honestly looks like a good young team. Uh, I think what they're going to need to do is do a complete rebuild. So, you know, you got to get Tristan Thompson out of there, Kevin Love, and Andre Drummond. Like, those three players, in my opinion, got to be gone because um, – I don't know. Cleveland doesn't seem like they're going to be contending anytime soon within the next couple of years. Um, but they do got some bright spots because, you know, Colin Sexton uh, is a good point guard. Um, you know, he's he averaged 20.8 points a game with only making 7.9 shots. So he averaged about eight shots a game, so, which is pretty, pretty insane to be averaging 20 points off of only eight shots. Um I mean, I mean, it's not insane, but it's pretty good. Uh, he had 47.2% for his field goal percentage, 38% for his three-point percentage, and 84.6% for his free throw, which is really good. Um, his steals wasn't great. He had three assists. He averaged three assists. But at the same time, this whole team was kind of averaging assists, like around two to three assists each, which is really good for a team. That's pretty solid. Um, but yeah, for, for Cleveland, I would, I would trade the Kevin Love, Andre Drummond and Tristan Thompson, you know, try to get some draft picks out of teams like Boston. Boston currently has a high pick, you know, you could trade Andre Drummond to Boston because they need a center, um, like a defensive center. That's what they need. Um, You know, Andre Drummond would be perfect for that spot. Um, Obviously, uh, Celtics has to give something up for that. So I would give up Jordan Hayward, in my opinion. Jordan Hayward and, like, Daniel Tice, you know, that's like a perfect, you know, give up for Andre Drummond. And then you just sign somebody for that four spot or uh, what's his name, Grant Williams, steps up for them over there in the in Boston. But you know, I would I would just get these three players out of there. Uh get some draft picks going and uh you know start to complete this rebuild by building around, you know, your three star or not star players, but you know, the three young core, which is Darius Garland, Colin Sexton, and Kevin Porter Jr. Which every single one of them averaged double digit in points which is pretty insane considering Darius Garland and Kevin Porter Jr. are both rookies. Um, they shot pretty good. They shot a pretty good field goal percentage. Um, at least Kevin Porter Jr. shot 44.2. Darius Garland, 40.1. Um, Darius Garland had a, a higher three-point percentage than Kevin Porter Jr. did. And a really high uh, free throw percentage because he had 87.5% in three in free throws. Darius Garland, he, he averaged four assists, two rebounds. So he's, he's, he's pretty decent. Could turn, 
like try to keep it down on the turnovers because he averaged 2.6. So damn near three turnovers a game. Um, I think the one thing, the one player that like you really need to see step up for the Cavaliers is uh, that Chetty Osman, because uh, like somebody that you know looked like he had so much potential and he only averaged 11 points for that team as a starter. I mean, obviously you do have Kevin Love and Tristan Thompson and Andre Drummond in that mix. So that makes sense, but I just feel like he should be going off a little bit more. Like nothing too crazy. Um, they do have Dante Exum on the bench. Uh, he, I think he was injured for most of the year, so he didn't really get to play too much unless he was tra- just traded like late and didn't play too much with the Cavs. That's why it's only showing 35 games. Um, but yeah, to me, it, um, for the Cleveland Cavaliers, it's truly just rebuilding the franchise. Um, you know, it was it was that championship franchise, but because it's not anymore because LeBron is gone, you, I think you got to do a complete rebuild. Like get get those uh, those older guys out, let these young guys run it a little bit, and have some veterans off the bench, like. Like, Kevin Love, Tristan Thompson are good players, and Andre Drummond is a good player, but in my opinion, uh, maybe Kevin Love could stay, or Tristan Thompson. But you do have to trade, like, at least two of these three bigs to let the young guys take it. And in my opinion, if you do, if you do trade anybody, it should be Kevin Love and Tristan Thompson. Because those are the two players, you know, I think should be in winning, in a winning situation. You know, Andre Drummond has shown, you know, he doesn't have to be in a winning situation to be an all-star. That man averages damn near like 20 and 20 when he's, when he's playing well. But yeah, those, that's, that's what I would do for, uh, for this team right here. Um, you know they don't they don't s- suck they're like a lot of a lot of with the three teams that I'm talking about today like they don't suck they're they're inexperienced and they just need more experience you know more teammate chemistry so they got to like they they had they just have to make trades this off season and then just start rolling with the teammate chemistry start going that's why I think they need to do a complete rebuild because if you have all young guys you know they're all going to mesh together pretty well um but moving on from the Cavaliers because there's not too much to talk about them you know we're going to go on to the Minnesota Timberwolves which is the third worst team in the NBA um with this team there's a lot of talk and there's a lot of potential here because you have D'Angelo Russell, you know, he's that's one of my favorite point guards in the league. Um, or, you know, guards, because he could play the one or the two. Um, he's an easy three-point threat, you know. He has playmaking. Um, he's, up his, he's upped his defense pretty well. Because, you know, being with Golden State, you got to up your defense. And he learned a lot from Draymond from the videos I've seen. Um, but you have a lot of trade pieces. 
to try and get that third star in Devin Booker. Because I know that's what the Timberwolves want. They know D'Angelo Russell, Carl Anthony Towns, and Devin Booker are best friends. And they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna try and try and, you know, get something get something going there. Or, or at least I would. Like they do have the first pick and they could draft somebody. Or they can get someone that's already established in the team. You know, there's there's uh there's talk saying Devin Booker wants out and it's the worst kept secret. And if he wants out, you know, we got there's players on the Timberwolves that can get traded. You know, Malik Beasley, they got that first round pick. They got the first pick in the in the whole draft. So that's an easy tradable asset right there. Um, you know, they got Josh Okoge, uh, Jacob Evans tradable. One. One Hernan Gomez is tradable. James Johnson is tradable. Like all these players are tradable. I wouldn't trade James Johnson though. He he seemed like a good leader. That's that's a tough leader right there on that team. Um but yeah, so I would I would get something going with that trade. So like Devin Booker for Malik Beasley, Josh Okogi. And the first round pick. And that might sound a lot like a lot. But I think Devin Booker is worth that. Devin Devin Booker can easily average 30, in my opinion. He's that good. And you know, he's a perennial, not perennial all-star, but he's an all-star. Him and D'Angelo, they they both got voted in because like due to injuries, but you know, that still counts. You you're still part of the all-star game, you're still part of the top, you know. 15, 20 players in the league. And Cat has been all-star multiple times. So them, you know, their their teammate chemistry is just going to be like fire off the bat because of, you know, them being best friends off the court. And, you know, when, when, it, when you're on the court with your best friends and, you know, you're all trying to get better at the same time, like it's, it's going to be hard to stop. If you look at Golden State, and how Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Draymond Green all came up together. Like it wasn't, it wasn't like one player was getting good. Like obviously Steph Curry was becoming amazing, but like Klay Thompson, you know that second that second scorer, he's he's a, the second splash brother for a reason. You know Draymond Green, Defensive Player of the Year. You know like uh, coming up with people that you, you're cool on and off the court with you know you're just trying to get better you're trying to win games trying to get to that playoff series and how many like the players that they have too like if you have like like you could run you could run D'Angelo Russell Devin Booker then you can run you can have Jared Culver at that forward spot and either James Johnson or Hernan Gomez at that four because you know they could kind of they could shoot yeah, they could they could shoot. James Johnson field goal hella is uh is uh really high. It's forty seven point nine percent, which is pretty pretty good. But he's only taking three point two shots a game, which isn't bad. You know, you don't you, you want your role players to you know just be there to you know hit that open shot, and that's what it looks like James Johnson does. So I would I would start him at the power forward. So him at the power forward and Carl Anthony Towns at the center, that's a tough five. Like in the West too, like like Devin Booker was giving people work 
in the last eight games of that bubble, he was working people. And, you know, he didn't have another scorer to go to. Like, you, you do have DeAndre Ayton on that team. But, like, what is he really – what is DeAndre Ayton really going to – like, he hasn't shown that he's can be that second all-star to Devin Booker. So what happens if Devin Booker's second all-star is Carl Anthony Towns? You know, someone that's an easy – can easily average, you know, 30 and 10. Like 30, 10, and 5. Like, wait, what did what did he even average in the games that he played? See, look, he averaged 26.5, 26.5, 10.8, and 4.4. So it's it's not far off, you know. He could easily average 30, 10, and 5. And then you got D'Angelo, who can average 23. He gets about four rebounds and, let's see, and he averages about six assists. So that's that's a tough big three right there, to be honest. All young, all can shoot. Like, all of them can play make low-key. I think I, – I think – with the Timberwolves, you do need some more veterans off the bench, though. That's the one thing. They, they're they a little young off the bench. They don't have too many, too many vets over there. So that, that would be my goal for the Timberwolves, to get a vet off the bench. That would be kind of cool. And 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 then they'd be kind of stacked. Like if you get a veteran point off the bench, veteran point off the bench, and then it don't even matter who your backup shooting guard is. And then you got a shooter in Jake Lehman. And then you know you got Nas Reed off the bench, who's young. You know he's he's talented. You got Jacob Evans off the bench. Who you know played with the Warriors, so he 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 knows like a past system. Like he's he has that championship system in his head of like getting that extra pass. You know, yeah, this team is solid. I like the Timberwolves. I like I like what they got going on. Um, this this team, you know, with the right trades, with the with you know, maybe the right draft picks. I don't know if they'll have any more. I don't know if they're going to trade him to get Devin Booker. But if they do, you know, this team would be pretty solid. Um, right now, as the team is, they're too young. And, you know, they don't have too much depth to them. Um, but I think after the offseason, you know, pull a little strings, get Devin Booker, you know, get a veteran point guard off that bench. Then this this team is pretty solid if you if you guys do that. Yeah, that team would be real solid. That that's that's a good team. I see them winning at least forty games. Forty five, maybe. Yeah. At least forty five games for the Timberwolves, in my in my opinion, if they pull the right strings next year. Um, but yeah, so Moving on from the Minnesota Timberwolves, um, we got the Atlanta Hawks, which, in my opinion, is not a bad team. 
they're inexperienced. Um, they have the right amount of pieces. Uh, obviously, they lost Vince Carter um, due to him retiring, so that's another spot that they can fill. Um, but their starting lineup is solid. Like Trey Young, Trey Young. I don't know if Cam Reddish plays the six man, but you know Kevin Hurt. They had let's see, Cam Reddish averaged ten point five points, and I'm pretty sure that's off the bench. And Jeff Teague averaged ten point nine. That's for sure off the bench. Trey Young damn near averaged thirty with twenty nine point six. DeAndre Hunter twelve point three. Kevin Hurt at twelve point two. John Collins twenty one point six. Like so. They had, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six players averaging 20 points. All right, not 20 points, double-digit points. Um, and that, that's pretty tough. Like, that, that, that doesn't sound like a team that sucks, right? Um, uh, one thing they didn't do too well on was uh, rebounding and assists because damn near Trey Young and Jeff Teague took all the assists. They, had, they averaged 14 between themselves. And nobody was really rebounding. Like, nobody's averaging over. There's only one player averaging over, or two players averaging over five rebounds. And that's John Collins and Dwayne Dedman. And John Collins averaging 10.1, which is good. That's one player averaging over double digit rebounds. But Dwayne Dedman, as their center, is averaging 5.7, which is terrible. What did Clint Capella average? Why is he not on here? I keep forgetting he's on that team. Uh, let me look up Clint Capella really quick. Yeah, the, this team is so solid, man. Like, I, I see them contending in the East next year. Because um, with what they had, they were able to compete with Miami in the regular season, you know? Like, I, th- I think they played two games, and out of the two games, like, they – out of the two games, they um, they split the series. I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it was two games. Um, but okay, so Clint Capella averaged thirteen point eight rebounds. Okay, so that's that's pretty decent. Uh, wait, did he play with the Hawks? Why is it not showing it like the stats for the Hawks? That's crazy. People forget this this dude moved to a different team. Or did he not play when he went to the Hawks? I don't know. But anyways, yeah, so um if they don't have Clint Capella next season, they do need, you know, more rebounding, more assists. Um they for sure need some better three point shooting. Uh there's a lot of players that are averaging under thirty percent, which is terrible like Bruno Fernando averaged 13.5% like that's that's a terrible three point percentage but you know he's going to get better I can see him getting better Damon Jones shooting threes yeah 22.2% I like Damian Jones I think he could start he was a good player for the Warriors you know easy lob threat he's a good defensive player how many blocks he average and don't even tell me okay um, but yeah, Damian Jones could easily start, you know, have him, John Collins, that's an athletic, a super athletic backcourt. Like that's that's a pretty good backcourt in my opinion. You got Trey Young and then you got Cam Reddish, DeAndre Hunter. Um in my opinion for the Hawks, what I would do is trade up in the draft. 
maybe trade Cam Reddish to it, like to to like the Hornets or something. Try to get a top pick because you want to get. Anth- if I'm Atlanta Hawks, I'm trying to get Anthony Edwards in that draft. You know, he's from he's from Georgia, so Atlanta's the perfect perfect place. Teaming him, Trey Young, and Anthony Edwards. So you got you got Trey Young and Anthony Edwards as a backcourt. Like Anthony Edwards athletic too. That that can shoot the ball. And then you got Trey Young, you know, one one of the top ten point guards in the league. If not like number six or seven. And I'm only saying that because, you know, his defense is alright. But that's a that's a tough backcourt team. That's a super tough backcourt team. And then you got DeAndre Hunter, who who it looked like did pretty decent. And then you got John Collins and Damian Jones. Like that's a, that's a solid team. Like you just need the right coaching. Um, I think with all of these teams, they all need a veteran presence off the bench, like somebody that's been in that winning um, culture. Um, Atlanta Hawks have Jeff T. Jeff Teague off the bench, but you need like another forward or like shooting guard, a veteran forward or shooting guard to come off of that bench for you. But who knows? They might just need experience because the, like, these players are going to get better. DeAndre Hunter and Cam Reddish average double-digit points, so doing that at you know as rookies, and especially Cam Reddish coming off the bench and doing that, this team is pretty solid. Um, the only... Like I can't really see them getting rid of anybody. Maybe like Trevion Graham, if they do get rid of someone. Um, but everybody else is pretty solid. This is a solid team. Um, nothing too much to say about that. Um, like I said, I would love to see Anthony Edwards and Trey Young as a team. Um, because Anthony Edwards gets to go home first, and then Trey Young, you know. He he's a thirty point he's a he's a thirty point per game player like that's crazy. Only his second year in the league like God. like that's that's too good like as a point guard how are you that good to be averaging damn near thirty points? That's so crazy. In in only your second year, I feel like not too many people are talking about that like. Like people always say, the Mavericks won that Luka Doncic, that Luka Doncic and Trey Young trade. But like, I think both teams won. To be honest, both teams won that trade because Trey Young is an All Star in his second year, and so was Luka. They're both All Stars. That's crazy. Damn. Yep, Trey Young just needs like a second. Yeah, Anthony Edwards can be that guy. Like he does have John Col- uh John Collins, but you know, I think John Collins could be more like that Blake Griffin type. But they just needed one more, you know, the Clippers like like Blake this cause Blake Griffin was like coming into his actually John Collins low key better than Blake Griffin at his age. 
I will say. Yeah, this is a tough team. This is a good team. Honestly, these are all like decent teams, but they're just or at least on paper, they're decent teams. Like in, in real life, they're, you know, obviously top four or bottom four teams in the NBA. So that's tough. But with the right moves, these these three teams can easily or maybe not the Cavaliers. I don't see the Cavaliers going to the playoffs anytime soon. But Minnesota and Atlanta, both teams can easily make the playoffs that uh, this next season. Um, for the West, it's definitely going to be tough. The West is going to be super tough, and we say that every year, but every year it just gets more. It just gets harder and harder. It gets harder and harder because look at Denver just got like they're always getting better. Like every year, Denver Nuggets is getting better. Um, Sacramento, hopefully, you know they get better. Um, Golden State is going to be a top team next year for sure. Um, I think, you know, Pelicans, Memphis are getting there. Um, I don't know about the Pelicans. They're like, they're iffy. Um, they do have Zion, so they're going to be exciting, but is he enough to like get them to the playoffs? I don't know. John Morant and the Grizzlies obviously getting better. Um, that's going to be a tough team to face is John Morant and the Grizzlies next year. Like John Morant, like Trey Young. From his first year to his second year, huge jump. Now imagine John Morant. Like he's he's one of the toughest point guards. Or like to me, he's already top ten. Even though he didn't average too many points, you know, like like he can easily average thirty just like Trey Young. Like that 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 dude is good. He's he's a good player. Um, but yeah, I think I think Minnesota and Atlanta Hawks have you know they have good draft picks, but they they could easily trade trade those you know that's that's easy trade bait um cavaliers you know they got they got they got assets to trade to get draft picks in my opinion so yeah um that's all i gotta say about these teams um i'm not gonna keep this episode too long um because i don't really have too much to say about these three teams um i do i do see you know like i said minnesota and Atlanta hawks are gonna get really good if they if they really tap in, they're gonna get good. Um, but yeah, thank you all for listening, and uh, I'm out. <laughs>